News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Dublin City Centre is the second slowest in the world for drivers. It's according to new analysis from location tech company TomTom. It found the journeys of 10k in the city centre took an average of almost a half an hour last year. That's a full minute longer than the average journey time for the previous year. Conor Faulkner is a transport consultant and CEO of the Royal Irish Automobile Club. Conor, I'm guessing you're not overly surprised at this finding. No, not overly surprised, nor overly impressed. It's a terrible place for Dublin to find itself on the list. Uh, this TomTom analysis is actually pretty good, and they do it periodically. Um, I don't think it tells us much, Shane, to say that things worsened in the last year. I think that's probably just the COVID effect washing out. Um, but there was a similar TomTom analysis back in 2020 on the 2019 data, and it again told us the same thing. Uh, a lot of cities up there that you would think of traditionally as megacities that are congested and out of place among them, Dublin. Um, Absolutely no reason why we should be on that list. And I guess it points out what you get if you have a city that doesn't invest in public transport, doesn't have a metro, and yet still tries to be prosperous and busy. It's it's a city centre that is strangling on its traffic and that's, um, that's costing us all. Uh, John in Dublin uh, got in touch to say Dublin City is the second slowest in the world because of Green Party policy of consistently making it more difficult for car drivers by taking away road space, closing off road access and changing speed limits at random locations. Is he right? Well, um, probably unfair to characterise it as green, if you like, but there is an element of that, Shane. I mean, if we want our city centre to function, we have to have good quality public transport. We still don't have a metro. Um, and, And if there are voices in the conversation who literally take as their measure of success, how bad is it for drivers... Uh, then maybe this is your outcome. And as I say, if your success measure is, did we make motorists miserable, we must therefore have done something good, either for the economy or for the planet. And um, then, as I say, that analysis can can uh, you know can can lead to some strange things. And there's no doubt that's a suspicion that that many drivers in Dublin will have. We'd much rather have a city where uh, look, no, nobody volunteers as a car driver to sit in congestion like this. I mean, they're, they're, if wherever alternatives exist, they jump on them. We have our Lewis's are full, our, our, our buses are full at, at the busy time. Yeah, there's also it, loads of people, O'Connor, who drive the car. Like, I, I'm just interested, like, mm-hmm. London London's the, is number one on the list. Like, I just wonder do we have, in, in uh, on these two islands, do we have less of a public transport ethos? Like, so, because like, I absolutely accept the point you're making that mm-hmm. public transport needs to improve, but I know loads of people who have access to public transport and still take the car by instinct. Like, is that, is that a little bit of a cultural thing as well? Well, perhaps, but I really don't think so. And as I say, we, we, we prove the opposite. I mean, that can often be thrown out as a stereotype that, you know, people are so lazy, they're too snobby to take the bus or they just won't do it. They just well, it is, interesting, it. it is interesting when a Lewis line opens up, the people who never took public, public transport before will take, uh, will take the Lewis, wouldn't take the bus. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. And and what's the difference there? I mean, the Lewis is reliable. It 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 gives you time constancy. It gives you a sort of quality of public transport. You don't think there's a snob value to it as well? 
I doubt it. I mean, really, why would there be? And as I say, if, if you benchmark one part of the city to another, uh, you'll find there's greater car dependency where you don't have a Lewis. I mean, and, and, so it, it tells you that whenever you provide it, when, you know, if you build it, they will come. And as I say, it, it, it's, it's not just Dublin. You can see Cork on the TomTom list as well. Uh, and a similar dynamic is, is, is playing out there. But as I say, if you get the analysis wrong, if you get the, the diagnosis wrong, you're, you're not likely to get the treatment correct. So if you conclude that you know Dublin's problem is the population generally is a bit snobby, think themselves a bit too good to take the bus, would rather be in their gas guzzler and don't care about the consequences. If you think that's what's causing the problem, uh, then I think you're wrong and I think you're likely to get the treatment wrong on foot of that. And if instead you realise that people really desperately want a public transport alternative, but they don't have it. The city does not have a metro. Okay. If it did have a metro, it, it, it wouldn't be being ignored by people who love their SUVs. It'd be heavily used. Okay, Conor Faulkner, Transport Consultant, CEO of the Royal Irish Automobile Club. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know what you make of all of that. Do only losers take the bus? Or is Conor right? 87 106 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.